All right, hey guys, it's Luke, and uh, today I'm gonna go over uh, a post I made, I don't know, a while, quite a while ago, uh, and it's something that we get uh, a fair, a fair bit when uh, referring to speed work for the marathon uh, training segment. So the big thing is usually, do I do my speed work at my actual race pace or what the equivalent is? And by that I mean, you know, let's say you put in you know, you want to run X time for the marathon and it spits out um, an equivalent 5K pace and that's what's going to populate your uh, marathon plan, especially if you're using a plan in uh, final surge. So the question becomes, what is what if there's a difference between what I've actually run and uh, what the what the uh, calculator is, is giving me? Um, and so I want to touch on that really quick, what, sh what you should do and uh, there's a couple different scenarios. So the first one is if your, your actual pace is slower than what is suggested based on your goal time. If that's the case, then I would usually have the athlete do the slower pace. And so you might be asking yourself why. Um, and the answer to me is we're not really trying to improve our top end 5K speed during the marathon it's just not the priority of the segment we're trying to get um, some speed you know sp you know using the term speed loosely right i'm is you when i'm referring to marathon speed and more you know running faster than relative to to marathon pace right and so um in other blogs i've talked about that might actually be more like just improving your lactate threshold pace right so i don't think we need to be all out in these 5k paces and and the truth be told if i tell you you can run, you know, a certain pace. A lot of times that's cheated down. So if I tell you the slower pace and you cheat it down, then you know, then it's, the damage done isn't as significant. So there's a there's a few different reasons why, um, but of course there's there's definitely going to be exceptions to this. So um, in general, I think if you're not really racing, if you're not definitely not racing 5Ks over the summer, then go the slower paces, right? Because how many times are you seeing it if you're following us in our groups and everything how people are like oh i'm just so you know i'm running everything faster but i'm getting tired and then they get to the weeks where you know they get in those eight nine ten mile tempo runs and they're running 50 to 60 miles a week and they're just they're just bonked right and so i think it's kind of a it's kind of a measure we can take to get some work in help prepare you to run marathon pace for a long time but not overcook you right so again if you're not running those races over the summer then I would strongly urge you to go a little bit more conservative and maybe just do what the equal pace equiv equivalent pace is and not your faster actual pace if that's if that's your situation. Of course there are exceptions to that rule where if you are running some races over the summer, right? So if you are, you know, training through let's say, you know, um, June and July and you have some local 5Ks that you're doing, then sure, um, you could do you could do your actual goal race pace on that because then you would just switch over and run you know run a um, your marathon pace for the rest of the stuff. But you know, and I get like a lot of times you're just trying to establish some baselines and things like that. So if that's the case, then then yes, you definitely have kind of that that, that freedom to go do that. Um, but even then, I don't know if I would do it all at a faster at the faster pace. I would maybe work into that over the course of the training. There's a couple ways you could do that. It could be gradually running faster over the workout individually. Um, so if you have, say, you have 12 by 400, maybe doing the first four at a little bit slower pace, 
next four at a little bit faster pace and then the last four at your goal 5k pace. something like that it doesn't have to be exactly like that but just something along that trend line uh, or just kind of gradually taking your time week by week and ratcheting up the pace. So if you that first week is 12 by 4, maybe you do the, the 400s at the slower pace, and the next week's 8 by 600s, and you kind of maybe go cheat it down a second or two. And then so by the time you're in the 800s in the Ks, you're, you're in a position where you're running that full um, 5K pace and then running a couple races and then transitioning out of speed into the strength, and you'll be, you'll be fine. Um, but... Uh, I definitely, for the most part, err on the side of caution and use the slower paces, especially if the runner uh, doesn't race a lot of shorter distances uh, or they haven't in a long time um, and, and they consider speed work a necessary evil. I don't think uh, you necessarily have to make it harder on yourself than, than need be. The second situation is maybe if your pace is faster than suggested pace. Um, and then here you have really a choice, right? So if you've, you've run faster than what the algorithm's kind of kicking out, then, you know, and, you, and I would also say too, put the caveat that if you've raced those paces recently, say within six months, then sure, I would, you know, say stick with those faster paces. If you're, again, if you're using the, the, the training plans and final surge, you can just open up that workout builder and you can adjust that pace to specifically what you want. So you could go in there and just adjust per your 5k pace, give it a little window, give it a like three, four second window on either side of that. And, uh, and, uh, plug that in and, and you're fine. Um, but I would, you know, I would, I think if you're, if you don't race often or you're new to the marathon, then I would be careful with this, right? Because again, uh, you don't, we're, you have to look at the, the scheme of things. We're, we're not, again, we're not necessarily looking to improve our overall 5k ability in the marathon segment. We're looking to improve our marathon ability. So we don't necessarily need to go crazy on these, on these speed workouts. Um, but if you want to, if you want to use that faster pace, I'm definitely not saying can't, uh, I would maybe just test it out, maybe start out a little bit slower, maybe in between what the suggested pace is and what your actual pace is, see how it feels. Again, once you get in those 600s and 800s and it still feels pretty good, you can continue to ratchet that pace down a little bit. And, you know, for example, if there was a 10 second per mile difference between what the suggested pace was and what you've actually run, then maybe cut that in half. So maybe cut down to five seconds slower. Than what you've actually run, see how that feels, you know, going on from there. But then the same expectations would be would apply as we've already talked about um, a couple minutes ago. So just keep that in mind. So it's not, you know, it really is not um, something where necessarily has to be set in stone. But um, just based on my experience, people push those speed workouts too hard. So um, so ultimately, what I would probably say is err on the side of caution. And then knowing that you'll probably cheat those down a little bit anyway. Um, and, and again, you have to look at what your purpose with these workouts, what, what that purpose is, right? And the purpose isn't, like I said, isn't necessarily to improve your 5K time. It's just to prepare you to run faster marathon pace, right? And get you ready to do that. And, and overall, from what I've seen over the years is just that risk you put a lot of risk into running the faster paces and your return on investment isn't necessarily worth it, right? And so that's what I would be careful of. You gotta weigh that risk reward. And so um, if you're not racing anything, um, if you're new to the marathon, personally, I would just err on the side of what your slower pace is at, whether it's the equivalent pace or it's the race pace, 
I would tend to lean more conservative on that. But if you are racing, you've run the marathon plan a few times, you know what you can handle, um, and then you know as soon as you you can flip that switch and say, as soon as I'm done with these these couple races, I can switch it back. And when I get into the strength and the tempo, the big tempo sections, I can adhere to the paces, right? So you kind of have to use some some self reflection on that too. But so ultimately, there are a couple situations where it might change, but um, I think again, you just have to weigh the risk to what the reward is ultimately going to be. And for the few weeks that you're doing speed work, especially in the beginner plan, I don't necessarily see the the benefit of running faster than you need to on um, the marathon speed workouts. But um, if you're advanced and you need a little bit more stimulus and you're racing a little bit, um, I definitely see where you could potentially fit that in using the guidelines we've talked about. So hopefully that makes some sense to you. Um, again, I know that it's not a clear cut answer, but it's just something I want you to think about because ultimately that situation is going to depend on you. Uh, but based on what I've seen over you know 20 years or so, um, that's kind of my advice to you would be to kind of take the, the, the conservative route on those. And then if anything, ultimately what I'd rather do is be in a position where I can adjust faster than be faster right from the start and then have to pay the consequence later on when I'm getting closer to the marathon. So that's what I would weigh if I were you. Uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, it all works out for you. So, all right, that's it for today. I will talk to you later. See ya.